string. That's why Look, I, mean, I knew that was coming. I <laughs> <laughs> knew what was coming. He was going to do that. Do the sarcastic trying. little brother voice. Bill's not even trying. It, it is the most effective <laughs> voice, though. You have to admit, like, John, there's a little thing floating right above you. Look at that. Right I did up. it. I did it. Whoa. I'm impressed the digitization. No, there's, awesome. there's been government research to uh, weaponize that See voice. That? So, it is the most effective voice. It is. It so is we're recording good. now. Good. Okay. <laughs> so when we get a call from, from the CIA about that comment, we'll, I mean, we'll know that somebody on the inside is listening. They're if not weaponizing that. If you're from the CIA and you want to sponsor us, let us know. Send us, leave a comment on the website. Dude, we're trying to get that military money. state-funded podcast? That feels a little too much like propaganda. Welcome to our podcast. Please listen to everything we say. Chris, take it away. Uh, uh, hello and welcome to the one and only, I hope, because I don't want to get sued, Name Redacted <laughs> Podcast. Uh, we're doing one of our favorite things. It's nice and chilly here in High Point, North Carolina, and we're sitting around a fire pit. That microphone's directed right at the fire, so you guys probably feel like you are too. Um... That's, got, that's a good ambient sound, though. Like, if is. you're a little cold at your house, fire, yeah. and you're, nice. you're a little cold at the it house, and you, and you hear this yeah. podcast, and you're like, you know what? I feel a little warmer. You're it's too done. poor to turn up the heat of your house. <laughs> also, at any point, a if sad, it gets... sad, sad substitute, listen to our podcast. I have with me my heterosexual life partner and partner in crime. Alex Fulmer, second time, this time louder. <laughs> <laughs> this time where you can hear me. This time you can actually hear uh, me. Colin's not here, but we do have two fill-in hosts with us, uh, one of whom you're very familiar with. That's that's you. Oh. That could be him. That's John not Michael me. Thomas. And another of whom you're slightly familiar with. Your actual favorite, Logan <laughs> Smash. <laughs> and is this your first time on Name Redacted? Yeah. This We've is so funny. Brand new no, this guests. is so funny, actually, because I had Jacob... As a guest on the Z list, but it's not posted. Oh no! Is mine even posted? <laughs> no, have you none posted, posted any none Z-list? Posted, none okay. posted. No. Which is a real bummer because that's like my favorite podcast I'm gonna idea. I'm gonna put it. I've got, I've got like three episodes recorded, that's and I want to have enough to do. Dangerous, but brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and we have a guest this week. We do. We have a guest that I've actually been wanting to get on for a while. Uh, I, I, this is actually kind of fun. Uh, We'll let him introduce himself, and then I'll, and then after that, I'll tell the fun little story. Oh, gush over, yeah. yeah. So Jacob's here. We've mentioned that, hey. and our 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 special guest this week from uh, from outside the normal circle of friends is uh, is our buddy John Del Sneed. How's it going? It's John Del. Tell tell, uh, tell the audience at home, the fans, the listeners, whatever the fuck you want to call yourselves. Um, <laughs> tell them what you do. Well, I'm a I'm a, I'm a welder. You know, most of the time. But I'm an upcoming, whatever they call an upcoming artist. You know, I'm working on it. Starving artist. Starving <laughs> artist. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, Welders make good money, so he's a he's a well-fed... Well-fed well artist. So you're just well a hungry, a constantly artist. hungry artist. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. That's it. Uh, Raising artist. We, uh... Originally, I, I believe... The first time we met John Dell was at, uh... Was at Winston-Salem Winston Comic Con yeah. about two years ago, I think. And... And here's the first time I met him was when we did a panel with you. 
That was the time. That was the first time we met him. Okay. Or no, second. I did a panel. Yeah, you yeah. remember we did a. He doesn't even remember. <laughs> he has been on before. You fucking please. <laughs> no. no, like uh, at Winston Comic Con, the first time we had you come on and. Uh, oh yeah, panel. yeah, yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. I remember. So, I remember. So actually, some of you guys might remember John Dell. Now okay, the, cool. Now I now remember that he's been on. But it was really fun because it doesn't feel like a podcast. No, no it doesn't. In front of people, it no. feels weird though. Uh, so John Dell walked into my house, and I was like, "By the way, man, look over there." And I pointed to a picture on the wall, <laughs> and it's a picture that John Dell did. And he was like, oh, "That's that's my picture." I was like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a cool feeling. Yeah, that that was cool, man. Because you know that that was um one of them times, man. They commission was thrown on me then. I had no kind of reference or nothing like that. <laughs> my phone wasn't working. I just said, well, let me try to draw this thing. Well, it was, so it, and it came out, you know, better than I, you know, expected. I love it. I loved it enough to put it in my fucking yeah. living room. <laughs> but yeah. one of the things, but then I seen on your wall, I ain't gonna lie, man. That, that's like, oh, man, somebody like my work, you know? Yeah. And I do, which is Much why respect. I have two Much other respect. things by you as well. John, are you hiding, like, a business conspiracy right now? <laughs> <laughs> You can either... He's actually you, burning all the Dear John letters. <laughs> <laughs> Dear John or John Deere? Yes. Well, it could be both. <laughs> That's the business letters. No, I, I tend to burn instead of shred, and this is a prime opportunity. I do the same thing. Yeah. So I'm, do, I'm multitasking. Yeah, 420 blaze it. Why would I, why would I buy a shredder that's going to last six months before it dies? When yeah. Whereas fire, fire is constant. <laughs> Fire's reliable. Uh, Fire, much like war, never changes. So. <laughs> so one thing that I actually wanted to kind of touch on as a little bit of a topic today since John Dell's oh, here is game with me? John Dell uh, actually did yeah, a, um, uh, a Hellboy for me, and he did a second one uh, in my... Uh, for those of you... Me and Jacob who, have a game we want to play. Though. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> after I finish my fucking comment, you sacks. Um, so... Uh, I, I, I kind of stole an idea from a friend of mine, which is uh, I got tired of having all these sketches and prints that I had to frame because that shit's just as expensive, if not more expensive, than getting the sketches done. So I stole the idea of doing a sketch book and handing it out to different artists, but just having it one character. So for those of you who follow me on Facebook or on my Instagram, uh, BA Sketchbooks, um, you guys probably have seen the two sketches that John Dell did for me in my Hellboy book, and he's actually also about to do one in my Magneto book. And I talked to him a little bit about this before we started the podcast, but like, just out of reference for uh, for the audience and whatnot, uh, we we talked about a little bit how when you are an artist looking through a sketchbook. Mm -hmm. Does it kind of, like, make you, like, up your game a little bit when you see other people's sketches before yours and, like, you're like, wow, this person really, like, showed out for this sketch. Yeah. So, like, I got to bring my A game. <clears throat> right. And it's, I always found it kind of funny because the reason I did it was totally selfish, which was, like, I want to <laughs> get the A game out of everybody. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, all right, if I just make them feel like they're slightly competing with each other. <laughs> well, you're trying to make people feel inadequate for your own gain. Well, it—that's it, <laughs> what games are say, all like, about. Nah. <laughs> in art, man, a lot of people got what they—you know—a lot of styles and stuff like that. Like, I could never look at an artist and say, "I'm gonna try to do that better or make it look better." But I want to say, like, I want to make that guy happy. Yeah. So I'm more yeah. focused on making him instead of comparing. Cause there's just so much, so many styles, and everybody got all different ways of doing things. And, I think that's the, but the most. But that—that kind of like, let me see, like. 
I know if something suck, let's say I drew something and I'm really not liking it. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> I've done, I done that a couple of times. So I want to make my work look a little better. Well, it was weird because, like, the first sketch I, had, I, I asked John Dell to do in the, in the Hellboy book, yeah. he, like, I loved it. I thought it was great. And then I saw him at Roanoke Comic Con, like, a week ago. And he can't, he, John Dell just comes up to me and goes, Yo, I didn't like that sketch I did. <laughs> so I'm going to do another one. Let me get a redo, though. Yeah, yeah and I was like, I, I've I was seen just it like, posted. It. Well, posted like, it. Oh, but yeah. the funniest thing was, I was like, I was like, so I get two sketches from an artist I like? This is fine. Like, I'm not going to fucking say no. Like, what person who enjoys having sketches from, like, good artists is going to be like, no, you already did one. Fuck you. I don't get to do a second one. Like, Wait your turn again. Yeah, <laughs> and I think like the coolest thing about having the sketchbooks the way that I have them is that like they're for single characters, right? So you get to see everyone's interpretation of that character. Great idea. And and it's really cool because like if you look at John Dell's and then you look at the guy who did the one right before John Dell's, like the two styles are so different that it's almost not even the same character. Exactly. And I've always found that really cool to be like, man, these two people's art styles are so different. That you can see the same character in a totally different light both ways, and I always kind of like that. Uh, so it's something that I tried to I, I tried to make sure I could do. Also, anybody who's listening to this who is an artist, either aspiring or up and coming or already famous or whatever the fuck, if you want to do sketches in my sketchbooks, let me know because I'm not gonna say no. No, uh, I may not pay you. No, I will. I'll pay you. John Doe knows. I'll, I'll pay do. You. I'll, oh, yeah. do one I'll put a cape on a stick figure right now. <laughs> I want that. I want somebody just to do a stick figure Hellboy. <laughs> and and <laughs> XKCD got famous. Yeah. From just stick figures. Mm. But I just wanted to touch on that because, like, I, I really... I suggest to anybody who, who likes getting prints and sketches and stuff done, well, the sketchbook's a great idea. It's and really like, idea. Like I said, I... I I stole that idea from somebody else. If you guys would like to steal that idea from me and then buy association from that other guy, please do it. Like, it's a it's a really cool way of doing it without having to spend even more money on getting it framed. And you have an entire book full of shit that, like, that other people will enjoy just flipping through for a couple Did you minutes. just call the guesswork shit? By association, <laughs> like, no? Shit by association, band name. copyright Jacob Zarek (laughs) we we also uh, I believe today should be should today be a confusing world day why not we have we have a lot of people five people who could play yeah let me we could do that later but I gotta go run in and get that's fine me and Jacob are looking up Jacob and I (laughs) (laughs) nailed him Jacob is because I'm not. I am no longer. Actually, on that note, I'd like to tell a little anecdote about work that'll only take a minute. So I've I've been doing that exact grammatical correction bullshit at work with uh, my. When Brett Michaels like ices you. (laughs) But I've been doing. I've been correcting the grammar of my subordinates at work, and John got put into a position of power. That's terrifying. About ten people work under me at any given time. But, um, like, uh, whose phone was that? Is that you? Oh, my God. <laughs> the audience won't have to know, but we all know. I <laughs> <laughs> know what that ringtone is. Yeah. Why don't you tell us? What do you not us? know? Dude, we're digressing from a digression no. already. Do you know what that ringtone is? No, I don't. 
That's the sound of the pager that Alex has in the zombie episode. Yep. Oh. Yep. This would okay. have been a great segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the static. Yeah. And the static. Oh man. Yes. But anyway, we had a we had a breakthrough moment with the grammar, where this, <laughs> this young lady at work she said like, "We did good tonight," <laughs> and I said, as I normally do, "Superman does good. You did well." <laughs> and she she goes. Schoolboys do. She says, do well. almost profoundly, we done well. <laughs> <laughs> and that was good enough for me. Oh, that's beautiful. No, that is... Oh, God, I do, I do love that. John started doing this to me months ago. We'd go out, play disc golf, and I would say, blank and me, and John would just go, blank and I, like, cons- like constantly. And so eventually it just got burned into my brain. As an English lit major still getting grammar wrong, it got burned into my fucking brain to just at least not say that around John. I'm there to make you a better person. <laughs> when me and my brother were on the truck for the business, uh, for Hash Garage Service, You whatever, mean my brother, my brother and, and I? I? Yelp, we're on the truck. <laughs> Boo. Whenever someone would tell us uh, to have a nice day, my brother would very loudly and obnoxiously yell you too before I say you as well. Because <laughs> he hates it when I do that. Uh, my favorite is one of my friends refuses to say anything other than you do the same. She w- like she will not say you too or anything. She will always go, you do the same. And it gets under my fucking skin. Oh man, but that would be even better when you fuck up and it's like at the movie theater and they're like, enjoy your movie. You do the same. <laughs> <laughs> Will eventually? Yes. This is what the singers feel like. So, uh, I, I've, uh, I've gotten more and more excited about uh, NC Comic Con coming up here soon. Yeah. Are you um, going to NC Comic Con? Yes. Oh, John yeah. Dell will be there. I've, I've, I've confirmed this earlier. Oh, we can't announce anything because we don't have Colin here. No, we can't, but we will next week. Um, We're allowed to now. We are allowed to. We are confirmed for doing really cool shit for them, which we'll tell John Dell. He'll, he'll stew on this for the next fucking hour, not knowing this cool thing they so were going to tell. The listeners have been stewing on it for the past like three weeks. Uh, it's probably more because we alluded to it like over a fucking a month and some change ago. But uh, just so everybody knows, we are confirmed for doing that cool thing we've been talking about. <laughs> You'll know next week. It will be cool. We will be there. They all. They all. we will be. They can all. we say? Can we say the nature of the thing we're doing without specifics? Is that an okay thing to say without calling? Go for it. All right. So we're running panels. But the specific panel. But the specific panel will be announced next week. Yes. And it's it's something that we got we got. I'll just say this: we got super fortunate. We did. We did. We got very up. fortunate in in the in uh, because we know somebody who's very high up in their chain of command. Um, it's not pretentious at all. No, it was really just, no, it was lucky. It, 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 was, it was lucky that we happened to know this It was very lucky, right. and it was also, uh, congratulations, because he got more power than he previously had when yep. we first started discussing stuff. So that He's, like, it, really high yeah, up in so the that chain made now. It, that made it even more fortunate, because it was somebody that we were just friends with who got a really good opportunity, and by proxy got us a really cool opportunity. He basically, like, last year at NC Comic Con, he was just like, do you guys want to do panels? We can get you doing panels. And, like, at first I was like, oh, that'd be nice. Like, it'd be cool if, like, we maybe even had a chance at getting it. Right. right. And I didn't know that he was going to have pull the way he has pull. And he then didn't I, know he was going to have pull the way he has He didn't either. Um, 
And, uh, uh, he didn't either. And, like, then we got the, like, I got the first email from them, and I saw his job title, and I was like, oh, it's like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, like... It, it, it kind of made me even more, like, stoked about it, because I was like, okay, this is a real yeah, shot, yeah. rather than just, like, like pipe dreams. Gotcha. Um, John, but, Yeah. You working on any projects? Right now? Yeah. Well, I'm working on Reds 2. I'll be on Reds 2, issue 2. Um, so that's for that? Creature Entertainment. Okay. But uh, right now, man, I'm pretty much um, doing some um, sample commissions for uh, a couple of companies. So I'm looking for that big shot before the end of the year. Hopefully, hopefully something happens. I mean, I'm dealing with some great guys. So I'm getting trained well. Yeah. You know, most of my studio guys, y'all probably, you know. We're we're very familiar with the guys from Tsunami. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, like. I got some really good teachers, you know. Yeah. Like, Kelly and Wack, like, are yeah. two guys that, like, I know pretty fucking well. Yeah. Wait, you're working with those guys? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Randy you didn't know Green. That? No. Robert, uh, Robert Atkins. I work with some really, really Big names, man. Dude, did you know, like, when we went to NC Comic Con last year, we walked by you, like, fucking four times, yeah. sitting right next to Kelly Yates. Yeah, we talked to Kelly for a little bit there. Yeah, we did. We, like, we we kept dropping, I think we dropped by Kelly about, like, four or five yeah, times. Yeah, he I cool. saw Kelly real cool. Man. You were working on that, uh, uh, you were working on that Black Widow piece when I saw you. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I have a... I have a commission I need to get from Kelly, but he stopped taking commissions like two years ago. And <laughs> just never started back again. <laughs> I'll say this, like, for anybody that is a comic book fan and whatnot, like, try to find up-and-coming artists when you can, because, like, my buddy at work was asking me about getting a sketch from, uh, from Adler, the guy, the original artist for Walking Dead, and I was just like, dude, you, like, you're not gonna want to pay what what Adler is going to charge. You're just not. And he was like, well, how much is it? I was like, dude, if I can even get in line for you, it's going to be like 300 fucking dollars. And that's for single body. That's like, that's it. And so like, if, if you have the chance to get an up and coming artist for, for like a little cheaper, well, like, I mean, kind of what's cool about it, though, is at least to me, and I'm sure you guys as well, part of what's cool about the con experience is being able to go meet people that have cool work. And mm-hmm. you get something off of them for a little cheaper, and you're supporting them because they're not getting work, and that's what they're doing. And yeah. then you get to watch those people because you get to get talk to so many more people, meet many more people, because you can get two or three commissions for the price of the one commission from the guy who's already somebody. You get to watch those people become somebody, yep. and then you have some of their early work, and I think yep. that's really cool. Yeah, and it is. And like I, I'll, I'll say this as well: like our we talk about them a lot. Our buddy Matari, and it quick. Yeah, I mean, it like does. Some of, some of these guys get real big in like a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Afua Richardson got big. Fast. That girl got big, fucking quick. Yeah, you got if you got the skills, it it happens. Just yeah. that right time, right place. You like know? I remember when uh, when a, when I met Afua Richardson at uh, at NC Comic Con last year, I asked about sketches, and she said it was about a hundred bucks for a for a blank cover for a full body. And I was like, all right, cool. And like I looked at her pricing list this year, and it's like two hundred now. Yeah. Yeah. She, and, she, uh, she was not at Winston. No. Uh, Fua Richardson, I do not think was at Winston. Um, but I want to just give a little shout out to Matari. Matari, we talk about a lot, and Matari is a really good friend of ours. Matari went from really struggling at, at Heroes Con because, like, well, a big thing about Heroes is that it's very difficult for for newer artists to really get their their chops in at Heroes because 
a lot of people so who go to Heroes, there's a shit ton of artists and people. Yeah. Not only that, but like a lot of people who go to Heroes who are looking to spend money are going to spend money on like big names. Yeah. That's what they're there for. They're spent there to spend money on like we saw a sketch or a uh, um, a piece go in the in the auction for sixteen thousand dollars. What happens, man? So like, so a lot of the guys who who are a little bit newer at what they do, they don't get that opportunity and like. For, for lack of a better way of saying it, like, Matari just didn't have the name yeah. that he that he wished he had when he went to Heroes, so he didn't do a whole lot of business. Yeah. But, dude, the next time we saw him, when we saw him at the Winston Con, that dude made bank. Did you yeah. see his table at Soda City Comic Con? Two tables. Yeah. And huge. it was full of paintings. Like, big up to Matari for doing so well recently yeah. and getting his name out there and getting people to buy his shit. Like, he makes me feel lazy. He does. And Matari, uh, not for nothing, Matari's one of the hardest fucking working people yeah. I've ever seen. So, like, if anybody I've seen recently has deserved to get, like, this, uh, like, to get that kind of recognition, like, congratulations yeah. to him for that yeah. because, you know, like, we love him to death. He's a friend of ours and, and like, I'm stoked to see him do well. And he's talented. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's a fucking hack sitting there just making money off other people's work. (laughs) The guy's good. Like, he's really good. And, like, he'll sit there in front of people and he'll he'll paint. Just paint. When nobody comes around his booth, he'll just paint in front of everybody. Like, I saw him do that Captain America painting and that shit was awesome. It took him, like, fucking 30 minutes to do a full-size canvas. It was awesome. So, John Doe, who's your... uh... Who's your favorite superhero, or what do you like to draw the most, rather? Is, I guess is a more important question. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I like them. I like drawing female characters. I mean, like, the characters themselves, I don't know. And you knock them out of the park, too, by the way. I try, man. That's like my best. you had at NC last year. No, it was so spectacular. good. I, I try. I try, <laughs> man. Um... I'm starting to like the uh, the more realistic people. I like drawing like Doctor Who stuff now. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, more close, you know, real Kelly. characters. <laughs> huh? That's because you're hanging out with Kelly. Well, not just that. It, it trains me to the likenesses of characters. Yeah, yeah. It's like it ain't that it's Doctor Who. It's that you can identify as Doctor Who. Yeah. Because uh-huh. anybody can draw you a, a Superman with him in his costumes. You're gonna get yeah. like you were saying about styles and stuff like that. You'll get. So many different styles of that Superman, yeah. but as him, long as that S is there, you yeah, know you still know exactly. You know Superman. Yeah. Yeah. But doing a Doctor Who, you stick a guy on a, a tuxedo or a suit or something like that. They'd be like, "Who the hell is that?" Like that's just some lanky white guy yeah, with a bow tie. Exactly. Yeah. So I've, I've been I've been doing a lot of training with the um, with likenesses of characters because um, you just never know what book you'll get on, and it's best to not yeah. just when you're doing submissions, sending work off, yeah. not just do a bunch of um, Comic character wise, just showing that you could do different yeah. styles as well. Make yeah. somebody look like somebody. And so you'd say that's really important to like be able to get out there and be like, you know, I, I don't just do you know superheroes, but I can do other things exactly. too. Exactly, it's very very important, very important. I mean, Being how many personal. comic books do you see that like aren't superhero comic books? You know, and especially tons, especially like tons. it seems especially like the small industry. The small industry yeah. is, is more. Real, I, yeah. real life. Yeah. I'll say, man, like, and I've been saying this to people recently a lot, like, if you really want to get into comic books nowadays, like, I honestly feel like the indie scene is 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 better. Yeah. I think it's better than the big two well, by, by a significant... what's cool is we're starting to see something that's kind of been happening in music for a while, where you can be an artist and make enough of a living to survive and maybe pay... 
the extra stuff to make your time worth it, even though you still have a day job or something, and then maybe you get on a yeah. title and it's not that big, but it's a really good way to get formal experience yeah. when you otherwise couldn't have without yeah. knowing somebody. It's, it's tough, man, especially in my case, be being a full-time worker. Yeah. yeah. I don't have as much time as, you know, a lot of... Yeah. Because some guys, you know, get you get good support and all that. I'm by myself pretty much. I'm married with a wife and I got kids, so it's tough. I do have to hold that full-time job. Yeah. yeah. My goal is to do comics full-time. Yeah. But, but I got any, bills. Anybody, <laughs> exactly, anybody will tell you it's not really much, you know, much money in a comic. But like I mean, if, used to. even say, when you make it. Exactly. Especially exactly. if you're starting out, I'd much rather have a whole cadre of like hardcore underground fans than maybe like a few mainstream fans yeah. like yeah well those undergrounds will stay with you forever there's a school of thought that says you need either a million casual fans or a thousand true fans and so if you have a thousand people that are coming to you know see you at a con maybe two times a year yeah and they're looking to spend money on your stuff you're going to make enough money to make up the difference of what you would if you were making, if you worked for DC and exactly. you had a million readers on a back yeah. title. Yeah. True. True. Is there a, I mean, what got you start, started drawing? I mean, like, my brother's, my brother's got the drawing gene in my family, but I know when I was in third grade, you couldn't walk past my desk in school without me building some, or drawing some fucking, uh, Dragon Ball Z suit on some buff dude or or a tank. That like those that's, that's the two things I drew. Those were my go to when I was a kid. Did you have anything like that? Yeah, I had I had my, my older brother used to um draw. He was big on drawing um he was in the comics. He was big on comics. Yeah. So what I used to do, man, I used to steal his work. <laughs> and um, I just sit there and trace him, <laughs> take him to school with you. Show him. Yeah. And I was a little entrepreneur, man. I was selling them back. <laughs> I was selling. Yeah, I did that. And he found out about it, man. And you instead of beating me in? up, you know, <laughs> he like, actually, yeah, twenty percent, man. Yeah, he, nah, he was actually said. Dude, you ain't gotta steal my stuff, man. Just acting like I can teach you how to draw so late. So I pretty much my, my brother Mick, man, he passed away. But um, he was the guy that pretty much got me started into getting into comics. Yeah. And, you know, just drawing comics and all that. Yeah. But It's it, also, it's really an interesting thing to see how many people are really talented at art and get into doing comic book drawings that aren't really comic book people. Yeah. Like, I've met a lot of artists who don't know really almost anything about, like, the continuity of, of, of comics and stuff that they draw. Right. Like, a lot of guys who will do, like, tons of sketches and, and prints of... Of things like DC and but Marvel Tari's and Batman. He's constantly asking us questions yeah. to have cooler pictures. He's like, yeah. what is the thing I can do with this? Because yeah. I want to know more. And uh, it, not for nothing, like actually one of the things that I wanted to mention about when John Dell saw the, the picture in my living room that he put up, like, it's memorable to, like, because I get weird shit drawn, and that's something we talk about a lot, is that, like, in our friend group, we like to get weird stuff drawn because it's kind of a competition between yeah. us to see who can get the weirdest, funniest thing drawn for them. Right. And it's, like, the most memorable thing. And so, like, me getting 1966 Joker giving 1966 Batman a fucking piggyback ride is really fucking memorable. Like, regardless of, like, who does that piece, like, somebody sees that who drew it is going to go, I remember doing that. Because that's not something I get asked for every fucking yeah. day. It's not just Superman standing on top of a rock with an American flag behind him. Like, who got the... Who got the the Howard the Duck with the Nintendo blaster? That was me. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I've got duck hunt dog. Yeah. Shooting the duck hunt dog. I've wow. Got, <laughs> I've got the uh, I've got the magneto eating noodles with chopsticks sitting up in my fucking dining room. <laughs> and it's really funny because that that particular sketch I love because it's done in such a serious. It's very Magnola. Yeah. And like since it's like it's, it's really do- like he did black on top of black on top of black. So if you look at it under light, you can see all the like really fine lines. But if you're looking at it like just kind of glancing through it, yeah, it just looks like a really dark magneto sketch. But you can see his legs and all of his like belts and shit, like his belt and shit. But like you can't tell what it is until, until you get up close. on it, yeah. and then you can see like, is that? Is Magneto eating noodles with chopsticks? <laughs> like, it's just... That's, if I was going to start, like, one of your sketchbooks like that, I'd say, like, pick any mainstream character you want. Like, the bigger the better, but having them doing the most mundane things possible. That, like, that I was love like, like, Wolverine standing in line at the DMV. Well, yeah. we, we, <laughs> saw, we, we saw, like, there was a guy at... Full costume. Yeah, We saw a dude get a sketch of Wolverine on his day off, quote-unquote. At uh, at Free Comic Book Day, and it's him sitting in a pile of like fucking like empty soda cans and like Cheetos bags playing PS3 <laughs> with a big fucking cigar oh, in his sorry. mouth. That's like I I actually saw because because I'm a hockey fan. I actually saw a, a, a panel out out of something where it was uh, um, Wolverine getting super pissed because he was watching. He had a Calgary Flames jersey on. <laughs> he was watching hockey, and then somebody like busted into his house, and he just like. Got so pissed because he was like, "This is my one day. <laughs> I just wanted to watch the flames. I had one day off, and you guys fucked that up." Yeah. So uh, we we like to play a game here on Name Redacted. That was so. Were you going to talk about a game that you were going to play? You guys, which one do you want to do first? I have. Wait, hold on. I have to see how many questions we have first. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, this is ten. the part of the podcast where we count. Exactly ten questions. Okay, we have ten questions, so we're prepared. So <laughs> you guys want to take yours away first? Let's do this. Okay, right. what, was, what was the name of the game? Uh, the name of the game was Acronym Olympics. Yeah, we stole Ooh. it. We were uh, listening to the Twit Network earlier, and Leo Laporte was talking about how he wanted to do a podcast that was just Acronym Olympics, because he's really good at acronyms. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, it was boring, and nobody would listen to it. But, and I thought, what better game for Name Redacted <laughs> than something boring, boring that we yeah. could make less boring? Yeah. So, okay. we have a list of ten acronyms. Alright, All right. Okay. so, and we, and we need to come up with and you need you need our own acronyms? acronyms. No, you need to tell us what the... Just what they mean. What they mean. And okay. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're all acronyms that you should have you heard should. of, and we can give you some context okay. as to what they are if you don't know what they are. Okay. okay. All right. It's fair. So I will start with an extremely easy one. All right. ICP. <laughs> Do we just buzz in? <laughs> we'll buzz in. We'll buzz in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Insane clown posse. No, okay. that's wrong. No, okay. <laughs> all right. And then sticking with the music, we'll go uh, P.O.D. Payable on the... There. Uh, exactly. yes. okay. I actually said it wrong in here, but you're right. <laughs> COD. Call of, Duty. Call of Duty. That was not what I was thinking. Uh, cash on delivery. That was the one I was going for. <laughs> well, like, you gotta know... Gamers Unite! I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. That people say COD all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. I, you know, I will take that one. When you're right. on a message board... Fish. It takes so fucking long to type out three whole words. 
When three letters will do just fine. Look, I'm fine with that. When it's a war, man, you don't have time to type three words. <laughs> gotta live and die by the sword, man. Anyway. When a 13-year-old is calling me yeah. a faggot. <laughs> you don't have time for three words. <laughs> He's gonna fuck my mom, guys. I gotta do it. <laughs> Alright. Wow. So, uh, we'll try this. We'll actually see what iteration of this you come up with. But, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, really? Strategic <laughs> homeland Interven- intervention enforcement. Logistics Logi- division. <laughs> yeah. Something. I, I, was that actually yeah, one the, of them? Uh, I think that was a combination of a few of them. No, I have st- strategic homeland intervention. Nope, that's one of them. In- yep. Okay, there's two more. Can you guys get the other ones? Oh. For sure. There's two more? There are three There's things. three iterations of shield. Yeah. Alright, well in that case, while you guys stew on that, I'm gonna go get a fucking glass so I can have more beer. Go for it. <laughs> We'll put that one on the back burner. Uh, Moving from fake government agencies to (laughs) real government agencies, uh, DARPA. I don't actually know what DARPA stands for. The department... (laughs) Don't take your phone out. Don't take your phone out. Don't take your phone out. Don't take your phone out, Logan. Logan, I will already tell you you're wrong. (laughs) I don't remember what DARPA stands for. Right. You know what DARPA stands for? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. Alright. Uh, <laughs> oh, careful. Easy. DARPA is Defense Advanced Research Search Projects, Projects Agency. Agency. Yeah. I didn't know the first two letters. Yes. Alright. Um, Thanks, Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> gaming teach you everything. Yes, gaming good. <laughs> uh, so we have. Another organization, not a government organization, but a SETI. SETI? Do you SETI. know what SETI is? S-E-T-I? Yes, yep. S-E-T-I. Mm. No. I don't. Uh, satellite economy. Uh, it's not temporal satellite, s- but imagine where the satellites are. I just heard are. the word temporal, okay. and I was like, the, that's the next, not right. Space? <laughs> the next abbreviation is SETI. SETI. S-E-T-I. S-E-T-I. Do you guys not know what SETI is? I've heard of SETI. SETI is an organization that sends uh, radio messages into space in an attempt to get responded to by alien life forms. Satellite. No, it's not satellite. Oh. Space extraterrestrial. You're you're on a path. (laughs) (laughs) You're on some sort of path. You're on some sort of path. Do you you give? Signal. No. no. All right, fine. What is it? The search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. It's, uh, so it it's, should be uh, one of my favorites. All right. Uh, getting historical. NATO. Uh, oh no, I know. Wait, this really? One. You guys don't know this? No, I know NATO. I, just... <laughs> I thought this one was gonna be easy. <laughs> I say that all the time about some of these. It stands. For, yeah. It stands for the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Axis, I know uh, that much. Strangely Capitalist. enough, that is the correctest. <laughs> uh, God, I, I used to know this one, actually. Uh, God. Uh, Buzz. The O is for it's organization. It's trade, or, trade organization, correct? Is that right? Or am I totally off base? Uh, you're very... Mm, yeah. Never mind. You're I very in. Yeah. Very, uh, <laughs> you, you had on a scale North was right. Yeah, in <laughs> a scale from North one Atlantic to major. Organization. North you, Atlantic. You had yeah, three North words Atlantic. Right. It is North Atlantic. 
organization is not true. North American <laughs> Testicle Organization. <laughs> what is that? What does NATO is North Atlantic <laughs> Treaty Organization. Treaty Organization. I was gonna say like it has so nothing to do with trade. So like the UK would be like part of NATO Sensory. because they are in the North Atlantic. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, Scuba. Oh, Scuba is an acronym. Oh shit! I knew this I'm, actually. I'm... Laser is an acronym too. So, so fun fact. That's on this. Um, scuba is. Oh my god, like. I know, right? Jacques Cousteau is crying right now. <laughs> he won't know no, it's because, for. like, I, I've been reading about SCBA apparatuses mm-hmm. and, like, in my, mm, in my class, and, like, the only difference That's is weird. the U, which is underwater. Which, it's self contained underwater breathing apparatus. That's right. Very good. Alright, so. Fulmer, do you know laser? What's yeah, the. <laughs> They That's like hear you on the podcast. Yeah. That's like a beam. Somebody Light shoots amplified. at a guy. It, I I did actually not know this until I looked at this right Light now. Amplified spectrum. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, I. I'm glad fuck. we waited. No, like I do know this, but like, it's just been so long since I've had to talk about it. Like. God, because it's a, it's an S and not a Z. I know that. Uh, yeah, is it really? The, yeah, the, it the is. The Z is the extreme nineties version. Yeah, uh, but now we it, just spell that word like that. No, it's no, we L-A-S. don't. That's just laser tag. Everything else has an S. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> 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 I know. What is Fuck. it, Jacob? What is it? I can't right. remember it right now. Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Ah. Yeah. All right. And our, our final acronym, which is a little bit obtuse in its reference, but... Uh, so it's a triangle. You got it. <laughs> Taser. Taser is an acronym. Wow. Not even fucking... Amplification. <laughs> and, it, and it's not as technical as you think it is. Um... I'm trying to think. Of, I can't even think of something witty right now. I can't either. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm blanking on this in a big way. I was really hoping, like, no offense to this game, <laughs> but I was really hoping that this game was going to be like we make. Up you just acronyms. you just say a word yeah. and you make you an acronym make, out yeah. of it. That, we'll do that I was next excited time. about that too. <laughs> this is boring and nobody wants to listen to it. Good job. <laughs> yeah, 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 you win. <laughs> but uh, what is taser? I just I like this one. What's a taser? So backstory. Back in the day, there was a Richie Rich type character who was also a super scientist boy genius named Thomas Swift, and he would make all sorts of inventions. So Taser actually stands for Thomas A. Swift's Electric Rifle. Nice. Yeah, that's something that I never would have gotten ever. So I have three, <laughs> I have three questions for you, gentlemen. What? What do you call a rude burglar falling downstairs? I don't know. A condescending, condescending. <laughs> That's the most absurd thing I've heard on that. All right. What do you, what is the difference between a kitty cat and a comma? What? One has claws at the end of the pause and the other has a pause at the end of its claws. I like the audience. All right, one more. One more. What is the difference between a lobster with breast implants? And a, a really dirty bus station. 
A lobster with breast implants and a really like dirty, dirty bus station. station. That's yes. kind of hard to I say. I feel like I feel like this is right on the tip of my tongue, but oh, I gotta yeah. think of one. Is it? <laughs> one is a busty crustacean, and one is a crusty bus station. Yeah! <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and girlfriend wins. Oh, wow. By the way, uh, Trisha has joined us. And we are so happy to have her out here with us. Guys, that was the bonus round. Trisha just won the acronym game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trisha! It turns out the points didn't matter. There's another development, which is that Alex has extended his wiener <laughs> towards Open this half of the conversation. <laughs> which, I could only speak for myself, but I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know how you just hold your wiener over the fire like that. It seems taxing. Uh, I'm not even mad. I'm like a booted impress. I'm good at what I do. It's like, have you seen the, the, the videos of like the Buddhist monks that like lift hundreds of pounds with their testicles? Yeah. Yeah. No. Why so, would John, I look for this that? game that you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Let me go to the bathroom while you explain. <laughs> Uh, Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. John uh, Dillon Jago have never played before. Yeah, uh, so uh, this is a game that is a is an old standby for us now. Um, we love the shit Two out of it. Two months running, old standby. Yeah, well, I mean, we play it almost every week. So, uh, the game is called A Confusing World. John Dell and <laughs> Jacob, you guys are going to like this. Um, John has uh, a fellow employee of his that he's worked with for a while named Reginald. Now, Reggie, <laughs> as he goes um, by colloquially, as he goes by regularly, Reggie uh, is spectacularly unintelligent. Um, sounds like a buddy of mine. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a buddy of a lot of meaning my reflection because I'm not the brightest. But we like so. What John likes to do uh, <laughs> is John likes to take words that are suggested by us, right. uh, or that he just comes up with on his own. Or our listeners. Or our listeners, uh, if you guys would like. <laughs> <laughs> subscribers. If, subscribers, whatever. We don't they better be subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Um, who uh, we, we or John likes to ask, uh, ask Reggie what words mean, and then he writes down what Reggie thinks these words mean. And then we guess what Reggie thinks oh, these words. Oh, that is no, awesome. No. But Reggie knows this Reggie's happens. In Reggie's he's in on it. it. We're gonna have him on and do it live with him. Yeah, yeah. Reggie's all about it. It's yeah. not. That's kind of cold. No, but no, he like, loves but it. He knows. No, no, no. He, knows. He, knows. he knows. And it's, and and he likes it. He likes that we're doing this. He likes that he's a part of the podcast. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It, we're not benefiting our zero dollar income from the podcast <laughs> off this guy's misfortune. Like. It's 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 not like this we're making games. This isn't Good Burger, and we aren't taking advantage of Kel's secret sauce. <laughs> the that secret is ingredient is not oh, animal I semen. think y'all get right. mighty full off that secret sauce. <laughs> Did you see the reunion? No. Of Good Burger? Oh uh, yeah, it was on it was on Saturday Jimmy, Night Live. That's a but thing? I, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon. Sorry. Just Jimmy Fallon and Kel were at Good Burger, and Keenan came in as a customer. And they did a Keenan and Cal reunion. That's, that's it was awesome. I, I haven't seen no. Kel in years. That's great. too much doubled back pop culture for my taste. So like. awesome, dude. But, but anyway, but the game. You so can the make game. Jacob, so what? So what happens is John reads through the list of words. <laughs> right. We each pick a word that we like, and then everybody guesses at all of those words, and whoever guesses the, the most, most correctly right. wins a beer. <laughs> now, just to let you know, thus far, he has not gotten a single thing right. Not one of these words has read. He's come right. close. He's, he's come close. Try. But like when he's close, it's close in the most asinine way possible. Sometimes it's like, 
he's just uh, my experience has literally been he's he's saying the right definition and I'm writing it down and then he destroys it like <laughs> he goes off on some some weird type of tangent that makes the whole thing wrong the best he's example, real close and then all of a sudden he fucks it up and then yeah. all of a sudden aliens unknowns to me I used to play a game very similar to this with the uh, maintenance manager at my old job where we would take <laughs> words and take the words apart to mean something completely different like confident or confidant would actually mean uh, a felon that's that's in love with an ant. <laughs> that's actually really good. Condiments, condiments, or toilets that tear up your birth control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. All right, all right. So John's gonna read down a list of words, and when you hear a word that you like. You go, I want that one. Okay. And then he, he, he will then ask all of these words, and we each, like, we all guess every word is how this works. Right. And if you get them right, just remember, there's no right, wrong answer. <laughs> right, wrong. Right, wrong. Answer. So whatever you think, and you, a, a commonality among this game is if you want to say it the way you think Reggie would say it, now, of course, you guys haven't heard much of this game, but things along the lines of, like, yeah, it's that bad shit, like that real bad shit. <laughs> right, because sometimes, yeah, so because sometimes the definition is not so much about the words used, but more the um, the spirit, the well, spirit of the word, yeah, or or the way the word sounds. Some like if it sounds like a, if it sounds like it's a negative word, he'll put negative connotation on the word. All right, All right. so let's uh, take it out. Yeah. Do so it. we have obligatory. Okay. Infinite. Okay. Infinite. Uh, okay. You want it, Logan? You can no, take it. you got it. Okay. Can I have a wiener? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than we, we only. Uh, right. As soon as mine is done, you can okay. get it. Okay. Um, lobotomy. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I wanted lobotomy. <laughs> okay. We Are these new? We have new words. Expedite. <laughs> Keep going. Souffle. Ooh. <laughs> yes, no? Uh, I'll wait. Okay. Pugilist. Pugilist. Oh. Pugilist, I'm be please. real honest, I don't even know what that means. I do. Oh. I know what a pugilist is. Repugnant. Oh, the pug words! <laughs> I forgot about the pug the words! pug words! Which, which pug word did we already do? Uh, we did pugnacious. Uh, pugnacious. Okay. <laughs> John already, loves pugs. I already forgot so. what my word... Oh, wait, no. I remember what it is. Juxtaposition. I'll, remind you what you're I'll take juxtaposition. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Alright. I kind of agree with you now. I think this, like... I'm okay with it being cold, but it's still kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> Delirious. Impression. Collude. Lascivious. Actually, can I take collude? No. <laughs> You've already picked. Alright. You know the rules, Logan. Treble. <laughs> Smoke follows beauty. <laughs> Vascular. <laughs> God damn, I should have waited for that. <laughs> God damn Didactic. It. Who's left? John Dell is left, and who else? Just John Dell? I, I only have four written down, so... So John Dell, and maybe Trish Harris, too, wants to pick one. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to watch y'all play this. <laughs> you going to watch us play? Yeah, I'm going okay. to... So I'll everybody then. All right, we'll Okay, we'll go, we'll go with these four. So, uh, who who chose Infinite? Uh, that would be me, right? All right. Uh, what is, what is your best guess for what Infinite <laughs> means? In Reggie's world, 
Does he know that infinity and infinite are the same word? Because if he does, it totally has to do with Buzz Lightyear. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Infinite. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. Uh, the other guy thing? Yeah, what he thought it meant. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to guess what Reggie thinks the like, we all know what most of these words mean. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't want to participate. That's Fucking <laughs> <laughs> me. Dude, nah. At the end of this, you'll if, totally want to If he was here, it'd be cool. But the guy's not here. We'll have you back but he when knows. he's here. He knows we'll have he you back is. when he's here. Because he wants to come on and do it with us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, That'll be fun because then I can play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he was here, it should sound like it would be fun. <laughs> But I feel guilty, man, doing that. Uh, Trust me, we don't fucking feel guilty at all. To infinity <laughs> and beyond. Infinity is there for space. Uh, so let's say Mars. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Jacob, uh, what's your best so guess of what infinite, infinite means to oh, oh, so I go through. Everybody gets to try every oh, word. Uh, yeah. Infinite. So... I'm going to guess that he thought it was some sort of, like, sexual dysfunction. So he's like, he's like, finite. But he's infinite. So it's like, yeah. He's not, he's not finite to win it. So I'm, I'm guessing somewhere along those lines. That's an admirable guess. <laughs> Logan. You ask him what admirable means. Juxtaposition is... No, 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 no just no. infinite. We're still doing infinite. Oh, my Just infinite. Everybody, everybody does everything. Oh, that's a bummer, because I've only been brooding on mine. <laughs> I'll go and let you think. Please do. <laughs> can I have a bun, please, for my wiener? Well, no, I can go ahead and take it. But like you, I was thinking more of a state of mind. Like, he's an emotional person, and he's trying to explain what he feels, but he can't explain it. I'm just infinite, man. <laughs> All right. All Either right. that or he thinks that something's really childish, so he's saying it's infinite. Okay. Oh, that's good. Very nice. That's really good. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, he thinks it has to do with, uh, like, like there's no such thing as time. Okay. <laughs> like now that's does. using insider, insider knowledge right there. <laughs> John told me something one day that, like, really speaks to this. I, I had a conversation with Reggie. Wait, do we ever get a hint? Is this a formal hint? This is kind of a hint, like, because... Like, not really, but this is just a, a side note. This is a look into the, the brain of Reggie. That's what yeah, they you already you gave you an answer to these? He hasn't given me an answer. I did. About no, but, but yeah, no, Reggie has yeah, already I, said. I have the definitions <laughs> with me. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's the same for me. It's coming out a little at a time, and it's getting better every time. Safe, I mean, it, it, John, definitely knows John what you're talking about. John asks Reggie what all of these words mean, and then Reggie gives his idea of what the answer is, wow. and then we guess what we think Reggie said. <laughs> So, but anyway, but like, I was, this, this I, is a look into uh, Reggie's brain. I have another coworker named Andre who's, yeah, I believe he's also a college graduate, and we were discussing the, uh, the Mars One mission, and, like... So Mars, that's right. One of the things, <laughs> well, one of the things I was talking about with Andre, Andre was like, how long is that even going to take them to, to just physically get to Mars? And I was like, I don't know, I'd have to look it up on my break. And, like, I'm looking it up on my break, and Reggie happens to be using the, the company computer next to me. And I was explaining the whole thing to him, and he goes, he just volunteers this. He just, <laughs> like, I wasn't asking his opinion or anything, but he was like, 
You know there's no space in, there's no time in space, right? <laughs> there's just no time in space. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you, he, and like, when you ask Reggie to explain himself, he usually just repeats. <laughs> he's like, there's no time in space. So he's my dad, got it. Like, <laughs> like another, another example of this behavior is we've been picking on Andre lately. When Andre was in, in college, Andre went to A&T in uh, Greensboro, and a few times, apparently, he went to Arizona Pete's, like, to get down, and so we've been lately calling him the Duke of Arizona Pete's, <laughs> and he, he dresses up as the, the token black cowboy, and, like, and he's, like, their mascot, and, like, he denies it, but Reggie will say, Andre, it's your faith, like, F-A-I-T-H. Andre, it's your faith. Not your fate. Your faith. <laughs> and, like, Andre keeps saying, what the fuck do you mean it's my faith? And he goes, Andre, it's your fate. <laughs> God, Reggie sounds like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, I gotta meet this cat. <laughs> we all gotta meet this cat. This one. So what, what's, your, what's your actual guess? Uh, like, he just thinks that, like... <laughs> Now I'm just stuck this. <laughs> like he thinks that like there's just like there's just like no such thing as like real time. Like he thinks that time is just like he thinks that it has to do with like time going on forever, and that's it. That's okay. all. Like he just like so infinite time. Yeah, he just thinks it has to do with time. That means that Alex is the closest because yes! Reggie is actually pretty pretty close to the mark. Mm. As in his definition was never ending. Wow. Oh, so, that's yeah, all right. That is really close. Yeah. Where's your so, Giving that one to Alex. Who chose lobotomy? <laughs> okay. Yo. What, I can't wait to do this yeah, one. one. <laughs> what do you Catch think up. that Reggie mean, thinks lobotomy <laughs> means? Lobotomy. I'm going to give you a hint. You're okay. not going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like my first impression had to go somewhere with with, with dogs, <laughs> gotta gotta say, but like that's assuming that Otomy he that's knows Otomy. It's very pugnacious. <laughs> <laughs> so we could say something to do with an actual like like a laboratory. Um, It's. I'll say it's a laboratory that studies something having to do with space. So it's like a lab with autumn. autumn <laughs> okay. I love yeah. that Jacob's pointing at the sky with the skewer and just saying "autumn." Yeah. <laughs> like that just explains lab, fucking anything. Lab autumn over in that general direction in the sky. Logan, what does lobotomy mean? It is the Spanish practice. Uh, it is the uh, Spanish practice of. Um, of proctology. Because <laughs> la, on. because the, and then bottom, because you're bottom. <laughs> and then e, because that's yeah. the sound you make. I'll right. take that, but like, do you think that Reggie knows what a no. proctologist is? <laughs> Reggie, I'm sorry, but from what I've heard about you, no, I don't. Okay. Um, lobotomy is like, like, like where all the backwash in your 20-ounce drink is. It's not quite the rest the of the drink, but the lobotomy <laughs> is the, it's the little bit that's left in the bottom. Okay. It's got all your backwash. All right, Alex. Oh, that's lobotomy is is a subsect of anatomy. 
oh, a subsect of anatomy. Right. Like, I know he didn't say the fucking word subsect or nothing. <laughs> but like, sure. But he thinks that it's like, it's like part of anatomy. Okay. Kind of like, kind of like archaeology is kind of part of a, a anthrop. Got it. Uh, Chris. Lobotomy. Um... Time's running out there, Chris. Don't lobotomy. I'm trying to think here. Oh. <laughs> All right, too soon. Uh, that's my best guess, to be honest. <laughs> Don't lobotomy. I'm Don't trying lobotomy. To think I'm trying to think here. Okay. Um, I feel like Alex and Jacob are about equally close, so Ooh. I'd like to have a, a tiebreaker here. Okay. So, Fair so enough. guess again. <laughs> uh, Did I get a hint? Um, yeah, give us a further hint. The first two words How are... How is space and the body even <laughs> fucking close? The first, the first two words Personal are... space, that's why. The study. Oh! oh. That's okay. your hint. Okay. Jacob, you can go first. It's your word. <laughs> yeah. It is my... Okay, fair enough. Um, Lobotomy, it's the study. So, no, 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 wait a minute. Because it's his word, you should go first, because you're the challenge. No, that's home no, no, field no, advantage. It's, it's, I, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, I'm I got it. You call right. your tits. I'm watching your back. Lobotomy. So the study of uh, I was that the third word? Yeah, of oh. would be the third. Um, the study you never know. Um, oh, okay. I would say the study of robotics. Okay. Ooh. So lobotomy. Yeah. Alex. I'm just gonna go like the dumbest way I can. The study of deep holes. Deep holes. <laughs> I'm just gonna give it to Jacob. Guys, you remember when I was good at this game? Man, you're not. You're yeah. really? Oh, really? You should have went with botany. Okay. The study of like plants and shit. So. He doesn't know that shit. It's four words. The study of blank. <laughs> not robots. Not robots. Not study robots of... and not deep holes. You wanna go first? <laughs> I uh, know. I feel like you should go yeah, first. Now. Go. The study of people. The study of people. Uh, so, in other words, anthro. <laughs> well, that'd be a good one to ask yeah. him. The what? What is anthropology? anthropology? I'm, I'm gonna go. It's with a store <laughs> with clothes in it. As as weird as this sounds, I'm gonna go with the study of sex. The study of sex. Yes. Um, you said what? People. The study of people. Oh, like you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a half point. Let's split it. Do a half point? Yeah. Okay. I, I, you guys okay with that? Yeah, half yeah. Okay. I'm still in the lead. I don't fucking care. Okay. <laughs> the answer is the study of bugs. Uh, oh, my God. Somebody really? said it. Who said it? You said it. No, he said plants. Oh. Shut up. I still, Einstein. I, I still thought it was going to defer to people. I did, too. I did. I, okay. Which is why I said fucking people. <laughs> so, our next word is pugilist. Oh, God. Nice. Um, Who chose pugilist? Me. What uh, does pugilist mean to you, uh, Reggie? It's a, <laughs> it's a really energy. smelly dude. A really smelly dude. Mm. You think he does putrid? Pungent, even. Look, oh. man. Pew! Okay. Like, there Fair you enough. go. And the guy's Close name's Gil. Got it. Like, I'm just saying, because, like, you know, Pepe Le Pew, Pugilist. Uh, I feel poor going to hell. God damn it. Chris, what is, what is a pugilist? 
I already told you it's really smelling. <laughs> Pugilist is the guy who puts the chairs out in church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I tell you what, that pugilist has got a servant's heart. <laughs> is like it's so bizarre because my pugilists are, they gotta be dilated <laughs> none of you are really close fuck damn it okay, um, let, me, let me think of a hint um, <laughs> I love this game man. John Dell you're missing out man <laughs> you're missing out I mean, so well, hard I've been thinking of some way but I <laughs> you've been hey but to be honest Lotto's worth, I ain't know my damn self. <laughs> like, I honestly like, I only knew like three of them a lot of the times though like when John says a word I'm like, all right, I, I kind of know, but like, not I really. I keep telling John to give us the real definitions for the listeners, and that's my core no, that's way of the saying, thing. give me that's, the real definitions. That's the best <laughs> part of this, is like, you can totally fake like you know it, and be like, oh, I know it, but let's all. So like, if, yeah. if you what don't if you know, accidentally guess. guess the right one? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's, that yeah, Like I said, I ain't gonna lie, a lot of them, I didn't know my damn self. So I'll, I'll probably be a target. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's John it's, Dito, no. No, it's, it's, it's the answers Reggie gives that's really yeah, the crux of this it's, game. It's Reggie in himself. It's, it's not that he doesn't know. It's that he just... He gives the best. He doesn't he care such, that he doesn't know. He's got such a great imagination with it. Um, I would say as a hint that uh, you, Reggie would say, if Reggie was familiar with Judge Dredd, he would say that Judge Dredd is a pupilist. Oh, okay. Um, Someone who is the law. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, okay, that's my Let me kill him, Paul, on his ears. Uh, somebody who's excessively violent. Okay. I'm going to say, like, you heard the Judge Dredd impression they just made? Just that general, just overall, somebody who talks like that and acts like that. Just, <laughs> okay. Just not, they're, they're not necessarily violent. They don't necessarily enforce the law. They're just like... He's like like, like meatheads. But they They're just be overbearing. Nice. Yeah, yeah, like, like meathead. We can go like meathead kind of like cop, okay. cop I think it, he's person. he he thinks that it's like it's like a paladin. Like he has a certain code that he has to follow, and he'll fuck shit up if he has to for Ooh. the cause. I would say that uh, Jacob and Logan are sort of like <sighs> equally close. Jacob's do you want to do you want to do like a one round? Sure. See if you could get closer. Sure. Sure. Do you have another uh, hint? You don't have another can hint. Can you go first? Let me, let me add another hint. All right. Um, a pugilist is people who maintain law during blank. During? Oh. This is his actual definition. Yes. Martial law. Tangled Got well it. We, 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 well, we, we, we don't we, well. During an invasion. Who goes first? Uh... Jacob asked you to go first. Could you, uh, if you're down. I mean, if you're not a chicken. You ready? <laughs> you, do you Don't have a me people who people who maintain you. law and order during? You added two words there. <laughs> That's just Logan. That's for my processing. <laughs> Shut up. Um. 
this is just for my dead air. You know Curry. what? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you know what? It's a person that maintains law Catch while it. there's flooding. Flooding? Okay. Ooh, so actually, topical. Good. I like it. Um, let's see. One who maintains law during sporting events. Sporting events. <laughs> church. Church. I think I'm going to go with the, the half and half again. It's uh, people who maintain law during anarchy. I was, so, I was so close to saying anarchy. And it's Didn't funny. I one? even said order. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> That's I like a, your inclusion uh, of Judge Dredd into this. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. That's also a good balderdash definition. Like, if he just told me that and I didn't know, like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> sure. Last word is juxtaposition. Juxtaposition? That's the position that my coach told me to play. Because <laughs> I'm a jock and that's my position. I'm a quarterback. All state. Fuck off. <laughs> Where the party at? Juxtaposition. Well said. <laughs> Juxtaposition. Uh, he thinks it's an angle. Okay. It's like the, the position, like the angle of the thing, like it's that position. It's like also, the angle of your dangle. Also, I know it's not that, but when when a chick has lopsided boobs. <laughs> Don't blame me. I just work here, and this cashier job is juxtaposition. <laughs> juxtaposition. Really? All right, uh, juxtaposition. Oh shit! I had something. What was it? Man, I'm so much better at the puns tonight than I am actually figuring out. <laughs> juxtaposition. Shit! 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 What was it? I had something, and it was good. And it was poignant. Um, it was your wiener extender. Juxtaposition. <laughs> uh, oh, um, it's uh, a job. It's a judicial job. It is a job having to do with like, like with law, dealing out court. law, like like a judge. Yes. Jack, can I give a real, can I give a real definition? A real definite juxtaposition definition. is. No, I, I want to give a not joke answer. Oh, okay, sure. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, when something is repositioned by like jutting it, like, okay. it's, like you push it somewhere, and then it's, it's the position it's in. Okay, so um, like curling. Sure. Yeah. This is again like this is a tough one because it's so far out there. It's like Shit. what 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 you couldn't even imagine. <laughs> um, so I'm ready the, to go again. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the the first few words. A statement leading to blank. A statement, oh, statement. A statement oh, yeah. leading to a joke. Okay. I, mm, that's a good Alex. one. This totally fucked up because I was just going to say really good meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, final answer locked in. Um, a statement no leading life to... No phone to Fred. <laughs> Ballsy move. Oh, um, a statement leading to... Can I give an answer? Yeah, go ahead. An argument. Okay. Ooh. A statement leading to a definition. Okay. So what you do to him, <laughs> you don't actually tell him what you should mean. That is a juxtaposition indeed. All right. A statement leading to... I'm not giving him enough credit. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like, it's. I've never met him, so I don't know. It's like, maybe, well, no, he maybe usually, not. I will say, he usually... 
most of the definition are based on context clues, and he's just jumped to the wrong conclusion. Oh, it's a statement leading to... I still want to, for some reason, I still want to go with, with the law direction, like a, stu a, a statement leading to something correct, like something that is justified. I don't know how, el how else better to say it. In a second, okay. But. Well, it doesn't matter that you have a second one because oh. Logan's pretty dead on. Oh, God damn it. Uh, a statement leading to a funny joke. No! Oh, Jesus. Oh. Which means that Logan and Alex are currently tied. Ah. Tiebreaker. So, uh, which means that John Dell gets to choose the final word. Yeah. Do you want to choose the final word, John Dell? John Dell, you're going to have to Hell do this. Hell yeah, John Dell. Do, do it. Let's do this. I'm already hoping it doesn't happen to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like to be fair, juxtaposition is when you do something out of character, correct? A juxtaposition is usually, my understanding of it is a literary trope where two things are put. Two like differing things are put like right next to next each to other. each other. So, so that a visual oxymoron. Pretty much. Well, well, no, they're it's, a comparison. It's a oh, comparison, okay. but it would be if you compare some two things that are not alike at all. Yeah. Uh, and then draw to a similarity. Show a point. Right. Okay. So sort of like an extended metaphor. Kind cool. Of yeah. Searing right. cold. A visual juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. A visual juxtaposition would be like a banana in and a rhino. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, do you are you gonna pick a word? You, Come on, John Dell, pick a word. I don't feel guilty for just laughing. Dude, just, <laughs> just pick a word. Reggie's not going to find out or care. It ain't that. It's just me knowing. <laughs> Man. You, I'm like being you, cool about it. If he was here, I'm John, telling you I enjoyed you, it. You, you can pick a You word. might be like the nicest person we've ever had. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mean as hell, else. too. I'm mean as hell, too. But <laughs> I mean, I'm mean as hell to the guy that's here. You know what I mean? Like, I know the one I want, but I don't know if it's appropriate for the podcast. Let's let Trisha... Let's you let Trisha pick. Okay. So Trisha Chip. What are the words? Did we... We already did Omen. I just didn't check that no, out. We didn't. No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We, we never did Omen. That's a problem. Okay. I picked that one. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I've been... In, in no particular <laughs> order... Picking on Reggie's and Omen. Omen. <laughs> unorthodox. <laughs> obligatory. I think this page is... No, Expedite. Souffle. Souffle of the frog. See, let me stop. <laughs> oh, oh, there. there I, think that's, I think that's a choice. I think that's a choice. Yeah, I'd go with souffle, too. Perfect. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say only... I think John Dell mistakenly chose for us. <laughs> I'll say only Logan and Alex's, like, guesses count, but, but every, they can everybody guess. may participate. Okay. Uh, so, Logan, what is a souffle? A souffle is a French rug. Excellent. It's a real big cake. A real big cake. <laughs> From France. Um, a souffle <laughs> would be an especially soufi lay. Like, Fuck yo, that off, bitch Chris. was souf, dude. <laughs> God, you're the worst. Like, he always puts it in context to, like, he's going to say part of the word as, like, a statement, like... Yo, that shit was rigid. Like, he just does that. <laughs> Yo, it worked out well. For, I'm like, not going to wait for Jacob to get back. He's right there. Jacob. Right Jacob, what's, what's a souffle? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> souffle. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, it, is, it is a cut of meat that is prepared by the... 
second in command chef. It is it is a fillet that is com, com, prepared by the sous chef. Yeah. I was gonna say something really similar to that. I was gonna say like a really fancy like cut, like a fillet, because I feel like that's what he would get from that. A sous chef's fillet. Yeah, a sous chef's fillet. You're too smart for this game, Jacob. So sue me. So souffle. Are, are you ready, <laughs> right. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, a souffle is a cake that expands, which makes Alex... Boom! Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. It makes Alex the winner and also possibly... The loser as well. Possibly <laughs> the least intelligent. <laughs> See, that's why this game is okay, because if you win, you, you don't really win. <laughs> so. That just made me uncomfortable when you said that. <laughs> Go ahead a little bit. Um, so, Jesus! Uh, oh god, I do love fire. It's nice. Um, pick some plugs. Pick some plugs. We're gonna do pick that. What's 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 what? I mean, let's, what's our time at? This feels like it's yeah. been a long episode. Yep. 9:30. Uh, I'm okay with a long episode. We haven't done a long episode in a long fucking time, man. Plus, I don't have to go to work anymore on Sundays. Else what can I say? I'm charming. Sea <laughs> captain. Uh, actually, you know what? Like sausage let's, let's this. Uh, what, what has everybody been reading and/or watching? Like what? Like TV shows or like Wait, movie that's series? Just picks. Or, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna have a conversation about. Picks. Like, well, like a conversation about like what you've been reading or watching. Because my pick was totally not gonna be something I've been reading or watching. Okay. So like, just things because girlfriend's been been reading something. What have you been reading, girlfriend? My property has been reading things. <laughs> Trisha, you know why he calls you girlfriend on the podcast? Because he didn't want to see your name on the internet for a long time. That's where that came from. Yeah. Because I didn't want everybody being like, blowing your name up and shit. I was like, nah, so many people listen to this. It's <laughs> <laughs> that made up girl that Alex keeps talking about. <laughs> Nobody could find her. It's so like she's like, not Ste real. like Steven and Tobuscus. Like he doesn't actually <laughs> exist, but he always yells at him. Like, Damn <laughs> So girlfriend's been reading it. But... What have you been reading? Yeah. It's like the, the completely honest or completely real diary of a part-time Indian. Yeah, it's for some book that I'm. I was close. Yeah. Starting. What's it about? <laughs> Tell us the stuff. That's a synopsis. No spoilers. I mean, I'm, I'm like maybe 50 pages in, so I don't know a whole lot about it yet. Um, it's basically about this kid that lives on a reservation. He's like, he wants better for himself than what his family has had, like, for generations. And so he goes to this different school that's just full of white kids. And he thinks that it's like the best school ever, but... So far, it seems like it's not going to be, but I don't know. That's I read a book it. like that. It was called Code Talkers. <laughs> never even heard of that shit. Have you heard of Carlisle? Carlisle? Why are yeah. you whispering? I'm this, sorry. Is this a secret? Yes. <laughs> no, Carlisle was like, was an all-Indian school basically where football started, where like, it became popular, but then like, so the big sport they play was like, it's like, bring all these Indian kids in and they have this like kind of Western education or whatever. And then these kids want to play football and they put them against uh, the team at Yale. And uh, 
quite honestly, like, just like you said, beating the shit out of Yale. But, um, <laughs> like, the, the uh, refs are just calling it completely shitty. And, like, uh, some news reporter once said it's like, Obviously, the Carlisle boys could beat 12 Yell men, but couldn't beat 12 Yell men and a Yell referee. It's <laughs> like, oh, damn. Damn it. So, I'm sorry. Indian. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Indian. I'm sorry, Indian. Can I say what I've been, I've been reading? Uh, I like how you asked and then yeah. you just jumped right in. <laughs> no response I'll wait. or anything. Yeah. You may. No. Okay, thanks, man. Um, I've actually been reading Jurassic Park, like the original novelization. You've been on a little bit of a Michael Crichton. Kid. I have, and he's. I really love how he writes because, like, being like I, I study anthropology and like heavily into archaeology, and I know his his realm is paleontology, but there's a lot of crossover in the science, and he does yeah. not skim on the science when he writes. Like, he's not writing down to anyone. He's including everything. And I really appreciate that because it makes it more real. So. Well, it's good in books, too. Because, like, in a movie you can't do that, but a book is just like, ah, science, 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 hours, science, science, like, man. Or you just, like, flip past it. Like, ah, yeah. science, whatever. Okay. Chris? Chris, do you know how to read? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know I used to. Only code. Uh, only code. <laughs> Uh, I am reading a book. Slowly. It's not mine. <laughs> that Logan gave me two years oh, ago. Oh, shit! No, I'm not, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm fuck off! <laughs> so I gave Chris a book to read about a year ago, and the dude has still yet to get past the preface. <laughs> and that's funny, because there is no preface. <laughs> Which makes and it it's better. doubly funny, because it's the Bible. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Jacob. It's not the Bible. <laughs> Is there no preface in the Bible? I mean, Logan didn't read the Quran. There is in mine. I'm reading. I don't know. I'm so I don't remember what the book's called. But Alyssa let me borrow it. It's about these kids. A young adult fiction, science fiction book about these kids who live in the future and they live in space colonies, and they're going on their spring break vacation to the moon because the moon's supposed to be like really cool and like low gravity. It's like this like thing, right? It's like an attraction. And they're going there, and uh, it's it's really cool. I'm not super far into it yet either, but it's really so cool. So it's Mass Effect without factions. God damn it, Logan! I'm gonna read your book. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stop hounding you, motherfucker! <laughs> but it's really cool because it's it sort of plays as this just day in the life of a teenager in this, you know, uh, fantastic world. It's, it's really, I wish I remember what it was called better. We've been honest, man, and working, I only books I'd be reading is like technical books on training and stuff like that. Like right now I'm reading the How to Draw from the Right Side of Your Brain, but... Talk about that one. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds actually yeah, cool. That sounds way cooler. It's pretty much training you how to, you you know, you got your left side, you got your right side. One side is familiar with everything that you see. and Then you got your technical side that says the eye is supposed to be made this way. But if you look at an individual... Everybody's eyes are shaped totally different. Right. Mm -hmm. So what the book is training you to do is um, how to look at the object and see what it is, and that's how you make it to be what it is. Instead of trying to draw what your preconceived notion of what's supposed exactly. to look like. So does yeah. that like encourage you to look at the object and draw it without looking at the paper? 
Well, no, this my problem is um that's what I do most of the time. I'm not That's a, awesome by the way. I'm not a reference guy. I hate using reference. So somebody recommended me to buy this to train myself to use reference. Uh-huh. Saying it's not wrong to use the reference because right. that's how you train yourself. Yeah. Sure, I know perspective. I'm still learning perspective, but I'm pretty much. You're always learning perspective, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. you never stop learning perspective. Oh, you ain't kidding. Man. Even driving, I'm paying attention to stuff. <laughs> how much? Trying to find a vanishing point. That's me all the time. But mm-hmm. um, it's an interesting book, man, because I'm learning now, man, even taking a picture and putting it in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? And finding mistakes just by reading that book. Yeah. It's a really great book, man. How much do you charge for a sketch? Just curious. It depends on what it is. Okay. You know, but normally, might, man, might hit you up after this is over. But, uh, yeah, man. But um, he's doing a magneto for me. Yeah, like a little sketchbook, like awesome. here, man. I only charge like thirty bucks. So like that. Okay. I've heard it's also like it's good to look at things upside down. Too. That's what the book pretty much teaches. Yeah. yeah, and they, you actually they actually um draw that way too. Practice drawing that way. Because oh, what wow. you're doing, it forces you to use that right side. Right. It's, it's the same saying. idea. That they, it's they, not like it's just an eye. It's like you have to follow yeah. just the shape. Well, but dude, that's out. exactly it's, what it teaches you. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Drawing that's cool. It's the same that's idea cool. as forgery, which is you don't you don't, you don't try to write like somebody else's signature. Yeah. You want to draw the signature. Yeah. So you turn it upside down yeah. and you draw it rather yeah. than write it because. Your hand will automatically be like, well, an A is shaped like this when you write it, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah he's right. Yeah, so like the okay. way to do forgery is you look at something, you turn it upside down, you draw it upside down, because your brain will not force you to make that letter upside down. Yeah. It'll force you to more make than it likely the correct way. to make it the way that it is on the yeah. page. So I guess that's kind of like, I use all caps, right? because I... I, I I used to do architectural drafting and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and all caps became a standard. That's the only handwriting I use. Even uh, like 80% of my actual signature is all print caps letters. But when I try, I'm really good at block letters. The other 20% mm-hmm. is a squeak. But when I yeah, no, it's not actually. <laughs> That's what mine is. But, mine uh, is one capital squiggle, two capital squiggle. <laughs> <laughs> but like. When I try to do block letters with like cursive, yeah. it takes me so much longer because I got to think about it. I mean, this is as close as I can get to relating to you, but I know how oh, much. Yeah, but I, I know what you're talking about. I'm an, I, I consider myself an intellectual. You guys can fuck off for. <laughs> all the I jokes. was going to totally accept that. Like, there wasn't even going to be a question, and then you were like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Give me no, a but like, there's, it checks me, and it takes me a whole lot longer to do it, so I can. Yeah. That's, that's as close as I can relate, and that yeah. shit's hard enough for me. I can't imagine with your talent what it must yeah. be like. It's got to be hard to take your style that you're used to, even if you do different styles. Like everybody kind of has their own unique thing when they're, when they're, you know, either an artist or drawist or however they want to call it. Because yeah. a lot of people call it something different. But like, I've always noticed that somebody who wants to take their style and change it a little bit, that shit is a struggle on a real oh, level. Oh, dude, it, it really is. Man. Like especially like, um, say you, um, I'm, I want to send some samples to um, Marvel, for example. The way Marvel do it now is um, they compare you to, like, say Jim Lee. Jim Lee pretty big right now. Yeah. Let's say I want to do I want to do um, a new 52 Superman or something like that. Mm-hmm. They looking for the artists that is as close to him yeah. as possible. Yeah. You notice that about their books. Yeah. And then the further There's they get, though, the style will start kind of 
Yeah. Because Change the loop. But that's only be, because it's getting harder to find somebody to yeah. join that style. Well, that style and you also. might be doing a cover or something, or you might be doing like a B line tie in or something, yeah. and they want yeah. it to feel like that core title yeah. still. Well, it's really weird because, you know, they, they always they have people that are hired out to do different jobs and shit, and if you change artists in the middle of a fucking run of a comic, yeah. like, it's really jarring to read one episode of Suicide Squad or one issue of Suicide Squad. And it'd be done by one guy, and then the next week, done by a different person. Yeah. And you'd be yeah. like, it's not even the same, like, because it feels like a different story. Like, regardless of whether or not it's the same arc or the same, like, storyline or plot, when it's a different artist, it does not feel like the same story. It yeah. just doesn't. But so, would you would you think that there's a niche out there that people would love to see? Oh, there is. Uh, okay. There absolutely oh, okay. is. Have well, you ever heard like, of Spider-Man yeah. Blue? And Franco no. Francovia. Spider-Man Blue was several different artists. Within one book, I'm the all... least qualified in this panel well, for comic that's books. Like, uh, nothing about. It was all high art. I know each panel was its own art piece. Okay, I know at least in in like the the first collection of like Elephant Men, Elephant Men gets done like very 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 differently. Where you have like this ultra realistic um, draw style, and then you have like there's another episode. I forget what the episode is called, but it's like the following the elephant. Specifically, when he's like dealing with, um, he's actually he's eating at it. It's relevant. He's eating at it in an Indian restaurant, and people and the people there are giving him food for free because they remind him of Ganesh. Of them of Ganesh. Yeah, okay. And so, like, the art takes on this very like Indian style to it, where it's like got like lots of pastels to it and kind of a lot of right angles to it as well. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, Indian style art uh, right now at NYP I don't know the guy's name but there is there's a lot of art up on the wall and I mean like there's a lot of like tentacles but it still has that Dasim from Street Fighter feel to it that's as close as I can get to relating on what Indian Dalsam, art is Dalsim the guy with the fucking yeah, stretchy yeah, arms yeah the okay. guy that stre- with the stretchy yeah. arms it's kind of like an anime type no but yeah in a weird way, like, I don't... Like, no, but yes. It's like when I try mean, to explain like, they, they beers. Broke, like, they broke I'm the not... one anime rule is the big eyes and whatever, but still that line, yeah. hard line work. Yeah, yeah. Taking yeah, yeah, away yeah, all yeah. that yeah. expression. Yeah. I don't know yeah, his name, yeah, yeah. and I wish I did so I could plug him, but your art's amazing if you're out there ever hearing about it, or if a viewer knows who it is, tell that guy to keep on Comment. doing what he's doing. Comment on this, please. If you know who yeah. the artist who does all that stuff at NYP is, Please comment on this. There is um, several artists. Anyway. There's yeah. three artists at MYP showcasing right now. One of them, Spencer Ills, yeah, and his so stuff is awesome. Fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> and then two more. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually really cool. Thank you for bringing that yeah. up. Yeah. That's an awesome little topic. Uh, John, reading or watching? Okay. Um, I finished all of Mad Men that's currently on Netflix, which is all but the last half of the last season. And like I said before, I recommend it. Um, if you're going to watch it, absolutely, like, actually sit down and watch it like you would, like, a good movie. Yeah. Like, don't, Do not background noise it. Don't, yeah. don't allow yourself to be distracted during watching Mad Men, because you just won't, you'll miss too much and you won't understand what, what like, the, the director and the writers are trying to accomplish with the characters. Um, I've been watching, uh, like, the next thing I decided to start watching well, continue watching was Gotham, which is like, 
it's good and bad. It is. It's like I agree. Just from seeing the first pilot episode, I was like, "This is good and shitty." There's like, <laughs> there's some episodes that are like really interesting, and like when I was first watching, there was. <laughs> When I was first, wa- Logan's holding my hand, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't so understand, you know. I just went with it. Yeah. But, um, like, it was the third episode, and the, the villain is this guy who's finding... He's a regular citizen type of guy who's finding these, like, corrupt politicians. And he, like, he, like hooks their leg up to a weather balloon, so they fly yeah. up in the air, uh, and they die. Yeah. Like, And I was like... I heard about that. There, was, there was a moment where I was like, oh my god, every villain in this show is going to be... Like a regular person who's trying to write the yeah. the corrupt systems yeah. in Gotham, but they didn't turn out to be that way. So don't 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 listen to me saying that. The other thing that's not. weird about that is that sort of it illustrates why the show is good and bad at the same time. Yeah, it's like as a TV show villain, that's kind of weird. But as a comic book villain, it's kind of awesome. It was it was <laughs> good in in TV format too, though, because it was so visceral. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, just like you're hanging up in the air and like there's nothing you could do but wait until the balloon pops and then you fall on your head and die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. But like the other thing, um, a person on the internet pointed out is that this is like some of the only media that's ever tried to tackle what child Bruce Wayne has been like because yeah. he's like mm-hmm. what like six or seven. The yeah. only other reference to childhood Bruce Wayne I could really think of where it talks about him more than just the death of his parents is Hush. And, That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. And like seeing seeing like really young Bruce Wayne is really interesting. And like, but I mean, a lot of the time it's like, and of course you have like younger Jim Gordon like trying to be the the only good cop yeah. in the whole damn police force. And like, so it's like, it's my recommendation is meh, like because like it's it's not great if and it's not like, like it, the then worst. Watch it. Yeah, so, like if you if you're so a fan you, of Batman, it's so you didn't like it as much yeah. as Evangelical. Evangelical. What do you think? Evangelical. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Evangelion. I love that that I do, went there. I do like it more than Evangelion. <laughs> because that's not hard in John's Because when, when I finish... Dude, Evangelion is a, is a hard nut to crack, dude. <laughs> well, here's the no, thing. No, it's like easy nut to crack. It sucks. Get on with it. No, it's like, have you ever had a movie where you're like, I love that movie, but I am not emotionally prepared to watch that movie right now? Like, I'm not going to sit down and watch Schindler's com- List because I'm like, hey, I want to watch a movie. Are you comparing Evangelium to Requiem for a Dream? No, he compared it kind to Schindler's List. Yeah. <laughs> he literally compared it to Schindler's List just now. I'm going to stop you right there. We have an audio record Because, like, unlike Evangelion, when I finish watching Gotham, no asshole is going to say... Well, you didn't get it, so you need to watch it again to really. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm fucking tired of. of but anybody that. who's like that is like needs needs a lobotomy. But you know, <laughs> so. needs to study bugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> needs to study bugs. Um, moving on to <laughs> further things I feel like I've this been is reading. Really good position. I have I have two more things <laughs> that I've actually been like consuming, and one was um I read the the Superman Flashpoint like, universe tie-in book. Uh-huh. And that was also, like, a solid eh, because it was, like, there were there were almost no characters in it that were, like, really interesting, unfortunately. Like, so, the the comic is comprised of, like, Project Superman, which is... I was really hoping it was going to be from Superman's perspective, like, yeah. being locked up and tested on most of the time, but For it really, those of you who haven't read Flashpoint, who are at all interested in comic books... Fucking read it. Yeah, I've read like, it. Good. It is so good. 
Or watch the movie. It's also good. The, the animation one is real D- Okay, look. Yeah. DC animated movies make Marvel animated movies look, look like they're like fucking shit. made by yeah. goddamn kindergartners. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but For like, sure. But... That, if that yeah. is something you are at all interested in, please get, the get Red, in touch with The it. Red Hood movie was really good. The Red Hood movie oh, was good. Look, every for movie sure. that they've done, except for maybe two, have been, like, yeah. worth fucking watching. Anyway, John, continue. But, um, like, yeah, it, there's a few other, like, stories that are, like, tie-ins to the Flashpoint universe. And, like, all of them were okay, but, like, nothing really special. Like, a big problem I was having with several of them was that, like, all of the villain-type characters were pretty flat. And that's always, like, kind of a bummer when it's just, like... He's like a busty. Bad military guy is is bad because he's just a bad military guy. Yeah. And there's no reason besides he's just an asshole. And, like... That's real unfortunate because we talked about this earlier, John and I did. And, like, I was really... I was really, really hoping that, like... Because I hadn't heard shit about the Project Superman Flashpoint uh, tie-in stuff. Because all I'd heard about was the Wonder Woman... Aquaman, Batman, and uh, and Shazam stuff, and all of that. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. So I had no idea about the the Superman stuff, and I'm so bummed because I wanted the Superman stuff to be good. Yeah, like I'm I'm not a fan of Superman, but I'm always ready to accept when they elevate his content into yeah. something really special. Because Project Superman was really special. Like I'll say, like in the in the actual book itself in the Flashpoint series, like in the five ish issue like run of it. Yeah. Project Superman was something special. Well, it, it like without giving any spoilers, like it when you when you see Superman, it's like it really it almost breaks your heart. Yeah. Like I'll say, but um, um, the last thing I've been reading is a novel called Closing Time, which is by one of my favorite authors, Joseph Heller, and it's the it's the sequel to Catch Twenty Two, which is my favorite book. Catch Twenty Two is so good. They have a sequel. It's yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Can I get it after you're done, please? Yeah, you may. Yes, um, I read that shit in middle school. And, like, I, I've i put off reading Closing Time for years because I love Catch-22 so much, and I was just afraid that if it wasn't perfectly executed, yeah. that, like, it would just be such a letdown because, like, when you love when you love the main title, like, when... And the sequel is anything but, like, yes. perfection. When you love Boondock Saints, and then they came out with Boondock Saints 2... When it's, when it's the 1990s and you go see a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. And then you see another one. And then and then, and then you think you, they can't possibly fuck this up anymore. <laughs> and then you go see a third one. <laughs> and then they sell it to Disney. <laughs> and then you wait the next yes, 10 years. Yes, you do! <laughs> and then you hope to fucking God that it doesn't ruin your goddamn life. <laughs> and you get your ass to the theater to see it. <laughs> In two months. Yep. But, um, like, I've been reading it, and it's it's not let me down at all so far. And, like, it's even surprised me a little bit, because, like, the the characters that are re-featured are, like, they're logical extensions of, like, what that character would be, like, years and years in the future. In, like, a way that, like, I didn't think about, but in a way that makes a lot of sense. And, like, the there's still so much wit and humor in the book, like... Including like the dark humor that I love, so like I'm just I'm hoping I'm hoping that it continues. Like well, like it's similar to that is that like there's a there's like a government complex that like has this door and it says emergency entrance, no admission, violators will be shot. 
<laughs> and it's just like it's so baffling, but it's there because because what do yeah like <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Mm. Um, but like yeah, if you're I want to go to there. I, I recommend that Run anybody from certain death to certain death. <laughs> I recommend that anybody read Catch Twenty Two and like if it's if it's at all your cup of tea, then like I would also. I currently recommend reading Closing Time. I'm about 100 pages in. Catch-22 actually was one of the books that my rhetoric teacher said was a must-read in a lifetime. She said there are very few books I put in this category, but Catch-22 is definitely a lifetime must-read. Oh, it's just, it's it's such a perfect book. Yeah. Like, in, in all the ways that I want. I've never heard a bad review of it. Not once. Anyway, Logan, reading or watching. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm about three-quarters of the way through the two towers i'm rereading all the lord of the rings books and honestly i've been watching eastbound and down (laughs) my content my content isn't very intellectual right now but i'm certainly entertained (laughs) no eastbound and down is brilliant (laughs) i actually started watching that with kenzie forever ago and i said that i would only watch it with her when we were hanging out and then like we just never got back to doing it, so now I'm like two or like a season and a half into Eastbound and Down, and I just, I'm just I'm stuck. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm last. Um, I've been, actually I, I've been well I, since I'm not really reading much right now, other than what I'm reading for work or I mean for school. Actually, no, I'll say this. I read something for school that was really interesting. I have a rhetoric class that I love, and I'm actually I love it so much that I'm considering making my uh, my concentration in English lit rhetoric because I enjoy rhetoric so much and it, <laughs> it's something that no I like it I like, no I know I know that's just like what do you when you go to a job interview and they're like what would you focus on rhetoric and they're like oh goddamn yeah get like out. get out you win this interview leave yeah <laughs> so uh, like I, because I understand it and I grasp it really well and like it, it all makes sense to me um Something that I that's always kind of been slightly a passion of mine in terms of like trying to understand part of history was stuff. well, it was it was the genocide <laughs> of the Native Americans has always kind of like baffled me because it's it's like literally a ninety per, ninety to ninety eight percent of an entire culture eradicated from the face of the earth and we kind of ignore it like it's just normal everyday bullshit. And nobody talks about it, nobody mentions it, nobody talks about how the reservations are terrible, and, like, nobody says shit about that. And so we read Chief Joseph's speeches. If you want to read something that'll make you just really uncomfortable, like, but in a really good way, in a powerful way, like, Chief Joseph's speeches over the course of about ten years of, of different, like, historical events so good and so powerful and like regardless of their rhetorical like significance of them they're just so eloquently put in simple manners that like it's hard to ignore the the skill that was that was that it took to craft speeches that were so basic and meant so much Mm. um on a less serious note uh Something that actually Trisha and I have been watching on TV that I didn't know was a comic book thing. Uh, Eyes on me. She said that yeah. she thought I'd really like it, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I've talked about how there are some things about it that are really, like, 
really hacky and really like really stereotypical and you know it's coming kind of thing like it's over the top and like oh uh, well of course she was gonna say that exact fucking six words cause like cause it cause it's a formula but like but iZombie is done by Vertigo which is a DC uh, Vertigo which is a DC comics property uh and it's actually pretty interesting it's kind of fun like it's not the best thing I've ever seen in the world, but it's totally fun. I can't watch it because it reminds me too much of CSI because there's a lot of shit that just isn't real, for one, and for two, it wouldn't really work. Yeah, but it's also about zombies. Yeah. So, like, how I know, are you gonna... but, like, that's, 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 that's the thing. You're scaring me with that. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it gets red hot. You look like... mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, the blacksmith. Like, my we, red hot poker. Oh, dude, like, if that was my... Uh, if I had to I pick a medieval branded. profession, it would be blacksmith. But yeah, no, like, so that's... We've been watching iZombie. iZombie's fun. Good. Like... I know it's a class. I try to watch it, man. I, it's, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. it well, it's a de- I mean, it's a fun crime procedural yeah. with a zombie twist to it. Like, it's got some I've interesting... I've never points. even heard of it. Really? It's, a, it's okay. It's not like the best thing in the world, but like it's a fun watch. Um, it's kind of hot too. So anyway, plugs and picks and stuff. Uh, yeah, plugs because I got so I got the uh, October twenty third is a Friday this week. Uh, Time Machine Drive By is playing at New York Pizza. October 30th, me and Lauren Pearson of Time Machine Drive By are performing in Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Carolina Theater downtown Greensboro. Are you guys Ooh. doing Halloween show this year? On October 31st. There we go. Uh, <laughs> hit us up for details. We're doing a cover show, house show. Uh, don't want to give out too much information about that, but if you're interested in it, uh, hit up me or the podcast and we will get you details on that. I'm interested in it's that. Gonna it's going to be spoopy. Spoopy. Spoop. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else, else got plugs? plugs? <laughs> <laughs> we are too in tune with this. I got Bell, air plugs. Be anywhere, anywhere got ear plugs. Um, I'll be at the NC show. Uh, with the whole tsunami studio. I think most of the guys. It's gonna be November thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. Yep. And um, of course, y'all gonna be in Virginia. Go to the VA show. Um, they're gonna be doing my. Back to the Future cover that yeah. I've done, variant cover nice. for um, IDW. That's the next weekend, right? Yeah, that's the following weekend. So definitely, man, you know, y'all come check that out. Anybody else got plugs? No, we're good. Picks, real quick picks. Or Jacob, ah, uh, no, plug, no, plug something. It doesn't have to be yours. You can plug whatever you want. Things to plug. I'm not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got okay? So real quick, fix. Jacob's looking for housing. That's his plug. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if you're in Colorado near uh, Avon, Colorado, and want to give me a place to live, you know, uh, hit me up, dog. So yeah. Relevant. Anyway, uh, I have been watching a TV show called Best Day Ever. Do you guys oh, know God. about this? I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. Neil Patrick watched. Harris is doing a variety show. And the first episode starts with him. Uh, first of all, every week he has a different guest announcer. Uh, they had uh, Reese Witherspoon the first week. Yeah, I watched the first one. Uh, Tyler Perry. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. But so the first like ten minutes of the first episode, Neil Patrick Harris comes out and does his big like it's a variety show. I'm Neil Patrick Harris. He starts walking around the crowd, asking people for questions, like asking people questions and stuff, and they're answering him. And then he walks up to somebody and he's like, "What's your name?" And they're like, "Blah blah blah." He's like, "I know." 
Like, what? Walk up to the stage with me. Like, you guys just went to an LSU football game two weeks ago, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I know. Like, how do you know? Like, because I was there. And he's in the mascot suit, like, yeah. hugging them and stuff. And it's all weird. So like, it's freaking off. The then there was something else that happened. And then the next thing was like, ah, oh, you guys had a big event happen recently, right? He's like, yeah, I just got married. I know. Because I was there. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I wasn't. Yes, I was. Let's watch your video. <laughs> and it's a video of him at their wedding, just like popping it. And I guess like like her mom was in on it or something. But and so then they just no. Have, it's just that Neil Patrick Harris is psychic. I was like, I was watching. I was like, I would totally watch Neil Patrick Harris stalk people for an hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but then they have musical guests on. Uh, one of them, they sing "I Will Survive," and they cut to people's living rooms yeah. and they're doing karaoke live while they're watching the show live and it's just because they're like, wait, I'm on TV? And then they have to sing it, and if they get it right, they get a thousand bucks, and like, it's nonsense. It's so good. Now, is it, is it still good like that, like the first episode? Yeah, yeah, they were all pretty good. The other announcers are not as good, unfortunately, as Reese Witherspoon was. She knocked yeah. it out of the park, but the, the stuff is it's, it's solid. I think there's the three, I've seen like the first three episodes, I think. Yeah, I watched the first one, man. My, me and wife, we watched it, and it was good, but we just keep missing it now. Yeah, yeah. I've got it on on, de, on, on demand, yeah. which kind of takes away from the demand. live. But. I mean, I mean, Jacob. Huh. Your picks. picks. Pick? What do you like, Jacob? What do I... I like lots no, of look, things. Pick Blood a thing. drive. Talk about it. Blood drive. Holy shit. Um, so, uh, in our eternal quest to find things that... Slake our boredom. Um, <laughs> we went to GameStop, and we found a game called Blood Drive. Me which and Jacob. Is... Me and Jacob like to Jacob go and I. Never gonna end. Deal with the gristle. <laughs> Jacob and I like to try to find the coolest game that we can for under $5. Yeah. yeah. So, like, games that fall through the cracks. Obviously, like, with as many games as there are coming out, there has to be something that falls through the cracks that, like, was good, but nobody ever saw it or whatever. We found a game called Blood Drive, which is awesome. So it's uh, basically after a zombie apocalypse, and it's like, what are you going to do? Of course, you're going to make a sport out of it, because there's a ton of zombies around, and they're free squish factor. So um, Squish factor? It's basically a game where you Dibs mix... on that name. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a game where you mix Demo Derby... And just general zombie mayhem. Um, sometimes you race, sometimes you race. Sometimes you race, sometimes it's about uh, killing the other cars, sometimes it's about just squishing as many zombies as you can. So it's Twisted Metal meets Zombie, meets zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds kind of like Mario Kart, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and like a little bit of that. Too. On the boo but, level, yeah. But the thing about it was, it's like, like the production of it was very good, and like the voice acting in it really good and like the writing all extremely good very campy and self -aware. very campy yes but like had some very good qualities to it so like one it would have been very good as like a like a like a playstation network downloadable arcade game kind of thing not very good as like a triple a title but still very good <laughs> if you want something to like waste a couple nights on and just laugh at and drink and drink, drink. Definitely. Please drink. Um, well worth five dollars. Yeah. Blood drive. Very worth five dollars. Also give blood. <laughs> Oregon Trail Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. Oregon Trail Fury Road. <laughs> Actually, can I? You can talk about it. Okay. Think. No. Um, 
So I've actually. I'm he's got sorry. a game he's been playing. It's like. I'm sorry. Mad yeah. Max Oregon Trail. Yeah. So there's oh, a there's a game real. that's called uh, Sky Shines Bedlam. That's a it's a Steam game now, and it's basically like XCOM meets Oregon Trail meets Mad Max. Um, it's about you have a large mechanical vehicle called a dozer, and you are in this post-apocalyptic city, and you're like, hey, I know this city's great, but there's a city, like, across this giant expanse of hellish wastescape that's, like, totally better and will be the savior of all mankind. You're like, we should totally go there. <laughs> so it's basically just you trying to traverse this entire scape versus, like, mutants and rogue AIs and things like that. Uh, totally worth checking out. It will make you feel retarded all the time. Uh, but <laughs> worth checking out. So, How is that not an indictment of the game? <laughs> no, because it's like, it's it's one of those things be difficult. where everybody is like, oh, okay. oh man, if it was the apocalypse, I would totally do like this, this, and this, and I would live. And this shows you like, look, Shit just happens sometimes. <laughs> like, sometimes you, you can't get account Mad Max dysentery. Yeah, you can't account for like somebody Fury bringing battles. a bioweapon onto your thing and everybody starts spouting their organs out of their mouths. Like it just happens sometimes. So it's I like that. Everybody who's so super stoked about the idea of zombie apocalypse and doesn't realize that they're just gonna fucking die. Yeah, it's like <laughs> look, you can prepare all you want, totally but uh, anticlimactic. Yeah. I'm going to be one of those. picks or anything at all that you recommend people should actively try to go, like, interact with. Like, whether it be an artist or a movie or music or anything at all, like, a whatever website, an application, whatever you think is cool, that's a pick. That you think, if you want time to think about it, we can, we can go to John. <laughs> it's up to you. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm about to bail a little bit. That's fine. That's oh, this fine. Is, yeah, we're we're, we're yeah, wrapping we're up. We're wrapping oh, up. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know, man. Okay. IDW. <laughs> there you go. IDW. Have I talked about Whiplash on the podcast? I don't think so. Whiplash is one of my newer favorite movies, and it's a 2000. I think it's a 2004 movie. It was a, like, it premiered in, I believe... No, it was more recent than that. I thought it was 2004, like, late 2004 is when it came out. That kid could not have not yeah. aged. We need Colin. Miles Teller? Yeah. Oh, just I go mean, ahead. What about But uh, anyway, Whiplash was, like, an indie film that got a lot of publicity at Sundance and had a limited release in theaters, but it's a, it's a movie about a... Young boy, well, not young boy, a young man, like, I guess, like, 18 or 19, and he he really wants to be, like, an amazing jazz drummer. He wants to be, like, one of the greats as far as jazz drumming goes. 2014. That's what I said. You said four. Oh, did I say 2004? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, audience. 2014. Um, Ten years off. <laughs> that, that's why I was so confused when you were, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's... Geologically speaking, no, that's... you were very close. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, when you consider that the universe is going to experience heat death in 10 to the 10 to the 60 years, like, I, I was relatively yeah. very, very yeah. close. You were right but, on the money. So, what about with Bush? Oh, yeah. So, like, the two main 
actors in it are Miles Teller, who you may know from that awful Fantastic Four movie, but he's actually good in this movie. He's, like, perfect as, like, a nerdy, like, jazz drummer type of kid who's, like, not really, like, he's not, like, a big, like, Mr. Big Dick drummer. Like, he's, like, trying to be good, but he's not, like, the greatest. He's not, like, God's gift to drumming just through talent. And, um, J.K. Simmons is sort of, like, this antagonist mentor figure that he has where jk simmons is like he leads like the best band at the conservatory that the kid is learning music through and like but he's such an asshole like he's <laughs> like it's do you remember um for, for those of us who are kind of old like that show the weakest link where that woman had yes. all the, the really witty quips to to put people down yeah it, he's kind of like that where like he just has something sharp to say whenever somebody messes up just a little bit but um it's two fantastic performances and like you would even if you aren't like a big fan of jazz drumming or jazz music like the movie it's like it'll keep you on the edge of your seat like mo after like it really starts picking up like it, it starts like picking up it never slows down, and, like, the ending is just totally phenomenal. Like, it's one of the best movie endings I've seen in, I would say, the last five or so years. Cool. I love that it just cuts off. It doesn't just cut off. Kind of. That's, like... Yeah, oh, I know, but... No yeah. spoilers, but, like... Yeah. Oh, it's, like, the last 15 minutes, like... Are great. The, the movie was already good, but, like, it elevates it to a level, like, you didn't even really see coming. Yeah. Like, yeah, pick. I do actually, um, and this one's a revisit. Uh, recently on HBO Go, they put Brick on there, and if you haven't seen Brick, it is an absolutely fucking flawless movie. It is hands down on my top Brick five favorite awesome. movies Brick of all time. It's uh, it's about a high school kid that's trying to figure out who killed his ex girlfriend. Uh, that kid is uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, it's during. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's during his high school career. He's a senior in high school. But the cool thing about this movie is, is they do it so noir detective style yep. that school is going on, but you never see more than three people on the screen at one time unless he's talking to a group of people. It's fucking amazing how they did it. It's shot really well. The story's excellent. Um, it's also, at the same time, and oddly, very minimalistic, and it's really something to really enjoy. So I highly suggest you watch Brick. I still love the scene so much where it's like he's talking with the big boss guy and it's really tense and then they're sitting in his mom's kitchen and his yeah. mom's like, <laughs> She's like you want OJ? some cereal? <laughs> or some orange juice? He's like, My yeah, favorite mom, is okay. when uh, all the tweakers, potheads, uh, he hits the main one in the face and then jumps up and looks at the other ones and says, I've got five senses and I slept last night and that puts me six up on you lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'm last. Uh, my pick... This is a very strange pick. Uh, motorcycles. Uh, Boom. I, yeah. Boom. I've, I've been I've been riding the shit out of my bike lately, <laughs> and like I gotta be honest, man. Like even with the cold weather and whatnot, that motherfucker is fun. Um, and I I really have been looking for trying to find a little cafe racer uh, that I might or try to find one who can help me build one or somebody who can help me build one. Um, if if you've never ridden on a motorcycle, yeah, it is very dangerous and it is very scary the first couple times to do it. But like, if you're interested in it, go take a safety course at like G Tech or or Forsyth Tech, and and 
learn a little bit about it. But, dude, I'm telling you, like, riding a fucking motorcycle is so much fun. And and it's it's really good on gas. Like, I ride from, I ride 35 minutes a day to and from work, like, 35 there, 35 back. And without that thing, I'd be spending a fucking fortune on gas. So, like, if you want to get a fucking moped, that's fine, too. But, like, you're just going to look like a douchebag. You might as well get a bike. <laughs> Unless, Unless you're one of our listeners, then and you're really... Then you're viewers. super cool. Fan yeah, viewers. You're, you're Groon. Yeah. Gr- groon? Um, yeah, groon? just don't let us see you on a damn scooter. <laughs> if you ride with a bunch of other guys on mopeds, I'd like to say thank you to anyone who's doing that because you're giving me cause to call you the uh, the Mosquito Squad. So go. thank you to anyone who's riding around going wee with a hundred other dudes. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has always, been the Name Redacted Podcast. Uh, I am Alexander Fulmer. I'm Chris Nielsen. And with us is... Jacob Zarek. John Dowsney. John Michael Thomas. Logan Smash. And a girlfriend. <laughs> and girlfriend. And girlfriend. And girlfriend. Not hitting that over the name. And as always, go out and, and cut you some butts. Some butts. <laughs> it's a weird sign off, but we like it. Guess the job done. You really touch butts? Depends on how what long you, you not. <laughs>